You're listening to The Jeff Caven Show, episode 251, Drink In the New Year. Hey, I'm Jeff Cavins. How do you simplify your life? How do you study the Bible? All the way from motorcycle trips to raising kids, we're going to talk about the faith and life in general. It's The Jeff Caven Show. Well, welcome to the final show of 2021, another year behind us. Some people would say, thank God it is behind us, as the last couple of years have been really difficult for a lot of people, posing new obstacles and challenges in their personal life and their family life and and their life at work. But I got to tell you, over the last couple of years, yes, there have been difficulties, but I have also found that over the last couple of years, uh, the circumstances have provided a wonderful opportunity to become more like Jesus. Say, maybe sometime I'll do a show and I'll just outline some of the ways that I feel God has really moved in my life over the last couple of years. You might want to do that too. You know, take out a sheet of paper and write down some of the ways that the Lord has used the circumstances that we have been in to transform your life. And then as a gift of praise and thanksgiving, just offer that up to the Lord and to say, Lord, I, like Paul, can be thankful in all situations. A lot of people find that a challenge. In fact, when I tell people that, hey, you should be thankful. They're like, oh, don't tell me that. But you really should. Be thankful for everything in life. It's Life's good. It is. I know it's got difficulties, and there's been some real tragedies in the last year. But, it, but life, generally speaking, is extraordinary. It really is extraordinary. And I have found that even in my suffering, that I have come to know the Lord better. And I've changed through suffering. So I want to give you a gift today. It's a prayer from St. Ephraim. I'll do that in just a few minutes. St. Ephraim, of course, is that great saint from the 4th century, and he's got a prayer that deals with drinking. And we're talking about drinking in the new year here. Not what you thought, but it's drink in the new year, but it is drinking in the Word of God. Speaking of the Word of God, I have something new for you. I wanted to let you know that I have a new daily show. Started up in uh, actually in November. It's a new daily show with Jonathan Rumi from The Chosen. That's right. Jonathan and I are teaming up every day. He's reading the gospel reading of the day according to the liturgical calendar. And then I'm giving about a five minute devotion every single day. And you can find that on the Hallow app. If you haven't checked out the Hallow app, it's a. Uh, it's chalk-filled with all kinds of goodies. And uh, on that app, if you download it and you register and put my last name at the end, that's www.hello.com forward slash Jeff Cavins. That's one word, Jeff Cavins, at the end. Well, you're going to get uh, three months free, and you can check it out, see if you like it. I think you will. I'm uh, putting a lot of time and energy and my heart into a daily devotion every day. And I got to say, it's really an, an honor to work with Jonathan Rumi, a.k.a. Jesus, from The Chosen. Ascension Press has a wonderful relationship with the folks over at Hallow, and uh, hope to see more things happen in the future. I'd also like to share with you at the end of the show today, I'd like to introduce you to two new friends of mine, Father Sergio Serrano and Father Dempsey Rosales Acosta. Now, Father Sergio is going to be in the role of 
Father Mike Schmitz in the Catholic Spanish <laughs> Bible in a year. And Father Dempsey is going to be in my role as the trail guide, the one that kind of keeps you on the path and explains where we're going, where we came from in the Bible in a year. That's Father Sergio Serrano and Father Dempsey Rosales Acosta. And uh, we're going to hear from them after the first break on this show. Okay, so drink in the new year. I remember growing up playing baseball in the summer. And in Minnesota, it can get hot in the summer and quite muggy. And after every inning, all of us would run over to the drinking fountain. And you know the you know the drill. You go to the drinking fountain. Don't put your mouth on it. And it's hardly coming out, you know. And Or you get to a drinking fountain that's just shooting up in the middle of the air and just water flying everywhere. And uh, we drank like wolves. We drank like horses, you know, just so thirsty. Well, my prayer for you in the new year of 2022 is that God would put a hunger in your heart and you would thirst for him. You would drink deeply from the word and allow God's word to refresh you, to direct you, to protect you, to correct you, and to heal you in 2022. Now, if you have already gone through Bible in a year in 2021, maybe you want to give it another go. You can also go deep into the Great Adventure Bible Studies. There's an eight-week one called Unlocking the Mystery and a 24-week one, The Great Adventure, The Bible Timeline. It's a story of salvation history. You can do that. But wherever you go, have a relationship with God's Word this year, certainly with Lexio Divina, daily meeting with the Lord. But I always encourage people to be in a study. We've got a lot of great studies at Ascension Press. Well, St. Ephraim, the great saint, he gave a real poetic prayer, a beautiful prayer where he he likens studying the Bible to drinking from a fountain. I just kind of explained to you how, as a young kid, we had this uh, thirst, you know, and we just drank from that fountain water flowing over the edges, and we didn't really care. And uh, what St. Ephraim says in his beautiful prayer is that studying the Bible is like drinking from a fountain. And when you drink from a fountain, the truth of the matter is is that you actually take in far less than you receive. You will take in a bit of water and it quenches your thirst, but for every for every bit of water that you take in, there's a lot of water that falls to the ground. And in his prayer, he makes a point out of telling you and me, hey, don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged if you don't drink all of it. If there's some that falls to the ground, don't be bummed, as we would say today, but rejoice. Rejoice in what, Lord? Well, rejoice in what you have received. Don't be bummed out about what you didn't receive and fell to the ground. Now, the advantage of having this this, uh, perspective on reading Scripture and studying Scripture, or the Catechism for that matter, is that you'll realize suddenly that there's always room in your heart to grow. And there's always room to Continue to expand your knowledge of God, your understanding of God. And it's, it's good. And you can thank God that your, your thirst was quenched right now in that drink and not bummed out that all that water went to the ground, but you will rejoice knowing that there is, there's more room for you. And you can drink again and again and again, and you're not going to exhaust that 
fountain. Here's the prayer. I'm going to read this purposefully. And if you're in the car, don't close your eyes. Please keep driving. If you're taking a walk, maybe you want to sit on a bench or just take a nice stroll and and listen to this prayer. It's not my prayer. I wish it was. I'm not this good. But it's St. Ephraim's prayer regarding studying the Bible and reading the Bible. And I hope this takes you into the new year. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Lord, who can grasp all the wealth of just one of your words? What we understand is much less than we leave behind. Like thirsty people who drink from a fountain, For your word, Lord, has many shades of meaning, just as those who study it have many different points of view. The Lord has colored his word with many hues so that each person who studies it can see it when he loves. He has hidden many treasures in his word so that each of us is enriched as we meditate on it. The word of God is a tree of life that from All its parts offers you fruit that is blessed. It is like that rock opened in the desert that from all its parts gave forth a spiritual drink. He who comes into contact with some share of its treasure should not think that the only thing contained in the word is what he himself has found. He should realize that he has only been able to find that one thing from among many others. Nor because only that one part has become his should he say that the word is void and empty and look down on it. But because he could not exhaust it, he should give thanks for its riches. Be glad. Be glad that you are overcome and do not be sad that it overcame you. The thirsty man rejoices when he drinks and he is not downcast because he cannot empty the fountain. Rather, let the fountain quench your thirst than have your thirst quench the fountain. Because if your thirst is quenched and the fountain is not exhausted, you can drink from it again whenever you are thirsty. But if when you thirst, when your thirst is quenched and the fountain is also dried up, your victory will bode evil for you. So be grateful for what you have received and don't grumble about the abundance left behind. What you have received and what you have reached is your share. What remains is your heritage. What at one time you were unable to receive because of your weakness, you will be able to receive at other times if you persevere. Do not have the presumption to try to take in one draft what cannot be taken in one draft, and do not abandon out of laziness what can only be taken little by little. Amen. Isn't that a beautiful prayer and kind of a a devotion and a thought about reading God's word as a drinking fountain? When we come back from the break, I'm going to introduce you to two wonderful guys, Father Sergio, Father Dempsey. They are the Spanish guys who are going to be taking Bible in a year out to the entire Latino community. You're listening to The Jeff Caven Show. What if you could see that the infinite God is present in your life? What if it was as simple as stopping, opening your heart, and allowing yourself to be found? 
I'm Danielle Bean, an author, speaker, and host of the Girlfriends Podcast. In my new book, Whisper, Finding God in the Everyday, I share wisdom from the saints, real life experiences, and prayer practices that help you to see, know, and grow closer to God in your everyday life, no matter how busy you are. If you've ever been inspired by stories of great saints, but wondered where that leaves the rest of us, this book is for you. In it, we explore how we meet God in joy, pain, other people, prayer, and in the awesome gift of the sacraments. Join me on this journey of letting go, being still, and allowing God to meet us right here, right now, right where we are. Order your copy of Whisper, Finding God in the Everyday at ascensionpress.com. And I want to thank you for coming back and staying with uh, the show here. I mentioned before the break that we have an opportunity to meet a couple of really special guys who are going to be taking Bible in a year to the next level. We have had so much feedback over the last year uh, about the Bible in a year and people asking about all kinds of languages. I mean, everything, Portuguese and French and German. The obvious one is Spanish, and that's one of the requests that we have been getting, and I'm glad to tell you today, very happy to tell you, we've got two guys that are going to be Father Mike and myself, and that is Father Sergio from Colombia and Father Dempsey from Houston, Texas. I want to welcome both of you to my show. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. I am here in my hometown in Colombia. Thank you to be here. Yeah, it's. I'm so excited about this, and uh, this is the first time that we've had an opportunity to talk. And people are wondering today in the church, how do we grow? How do we how do we duplicate? You know, our parishes, and I can't think of a better way than to share the story of salvation history with people all around the world. And Spanish is really growing in the United States. It has been for many, many years. But uh, I've even heard some people say that in the future, Spanish may become even the dominant language in in the United States. So Father Sergio, you are going to be in the role of Father Mike on the Bible in a year. And I want to welcome you. And uh, give us a little background on yourself. Uh, I know you're in Colombia, uh, but how did you get kind of um, hooked up to the Bible in a year, and what did it mean to you this last year? Well, Jeff, thank you again for inviting me to your program. I am here in my vacation time. I took a week to come to Colombia. I am in my mother's house. And um, how they came in contact with this program Everybody has been talking about it in the United States. Everybody knows Father Mike. He is a celebrity. And let me not talk about you because you are greater. You, Everybody knows this Bible plan that you created, which is very amazing. And uh, many Hispanics uh, came to me and they asked, can we follow this program? What do you think about it? I went, I listened to it, and I thought that it was a little fun. It's beautiful because... We Latinos, we love stories. We love uh, what grandparents have to tell us. You know, when I was a kid, I used to ask my grandmother, how do you fall in love with my grandfather? And she told us that every Christmas, every Christmas she was telling us a story. So when I saw this plan that is putting the narrative books together to tell us the story of salvation, I think it was uh, my my hook to get me into what we know today as the great adventure that is the history of our salvation. But So, so I, I need to thank you for doing that. Yeah, well, you're going to be in the role of uh, a Father Mike. Those are big shoes to to walk in. Oh I know you God, can yes. you can do it. <laughs> 
and playing the role of me, <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> in the Bible in a Year uh, for Spanish is Father Dempsey, a, a great scholar, Bible teacher from Houston, Texas. Father Dempsey, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for being here. For me, it has been an honor to be here, and I think it's the hand of God who has been acting behind the scenes to lead me to this role. Uh, uh, I didn't hear about the Bible in a year in Spanish, but I get to know the Bible in a year through other people, people who have been listening to it in the parishes and also the university. And they asked me, Father, they said, have you heard the Bible in a year? And I began to listen to but through them. And they asked me, so what about in Spanish? I said, I don't know. In that time, I didn't have a clue at all whatsoever, ever, <laughs> that I will be actually participating actively in a Bible in a year. And I'm very honored and proud and I have to fill your shoes, which are huge, are massive. As we say in Espanol, uh, los zapatos grandísimos de Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> the big shoes of Jeff. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I think that they, they, they're uh, they're shoes that you can walk in for sure. That's that's for sure. <laughs> uh, I, I want to ask you both uh, at this time in history where we're at right now. What does the what does reading through the Bible in a year as a narrative as a chronological story? What does it mean to people? Today, with all of the, the problems that they're facing, all the obstacles in life, what do you see Bible in a Year Spanish doing in the Latino community? I think this is a moment of hope. Um, I am always amazed how in the darkest moments of the church, of the humanity, always a saint comes out or an idea comes out in the church. And I think this is a great idea that help so many people around the planet to have hope in this time of COVID, in this time of losing jobs, losing lives, losing family members. This has come like the little light, the sparkle that is bringing the light back into the darkness that we are going through. So I, I, I think for us Hispanics who are storytellers, who are story listeners, this is coming as a refresh time, you know, like going back to the fountains and enjoying and discovering that the love of God goes beyond and is going to help us to go through this 2022 that is coming up. Father Dempsey, how about you? What do you, what do you think about the Bible in a year? What is it going to do at this time in history for people who really are struggling? I think I can summarize that in two words. First, clarity, and second, nourishment. Why? Because most of the problem that we have in the Hispanic community is how to understand the Bible. It's so complicated. It jumps from here to there. And the Bible in a year gives a sense of clarity to see more or less how God has been acting through history in a continuous way. And nourishment is because in our communities, we don't have the culture of reading every day. We don't have the culture of, of sitting down for a moment, but we have the culture of listening. We have the culture of now the video, the, the network, the networks, the social media. So that it will be the ways to nourish, the way to feed the great hunger that we have for knowing God more. That is for sure. So those two elements are crucial, very much mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. Father Sergio, uh, do you have any advice for families? I'm thinking about 
fathers, husbands, mothers, as far as uh, taking in the Bible in a year and then using it within the the family setting. Because today, I think it uh, could be argued that the family's in trouble yes. in America and around the world. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that will draw us together is, kn- is knowing God's plan for our life, which is what you are now jumping into for this entire year. But a little advice for people uh, in the Latino community, concerning how to use this within the family? Jeff, that's a wonderful question. And when you were um, asking me, the first thing that came to my mind was uh, Santerese, you know, when she was asked uh, how she turned to be so holy and to know more about God and to do those beautiful things, she says, I learned it from my daddy who came every night and kneeled down and prayed. I think that if our Hispanic children will see the parents listening to the podcast, if they see the parents listening to the Bible, children seem to replicate everything parents do. And today is a big need of us to set an example. The Pope has called us to be witnesses of the gospel. And the best way to be witnesses is showing people what is good. And if this is good, I as a parent shall put it on my radio when I go home, on my radio when I go out, I put it in my cell phone. As we see people doing TikTok all the time, doing Instagram, why not put a podcast that is going to nourish and to bring clarity to my family, to my day-by-day situations as Father Dempsey just presented? Yeah. Well, Fa- Father Dempsey, you work actually at St. Thomas in Houston at the seminary there. And so you are in touch with seminarians, people who are going to be priests. They're going to be uh, transitional deacons and then ordained to the to the priesthood. How do you see Bible in a year in the Latino community uh, flowing through the priesthood into the local parish? Oh, I think it's crucial. And I'm also teaching at the University of St. Thomas, and I see not just only the seminarians, but also all those who want to study scripture or Bible or theology who are not only in the path of the priesthood. So right now is a very important moment, and it is quite important, and I, this is crucial. We, When we become a priest, sometimes we are so loaded with things to do that actually we start to forget to read the scripture, to be the first ones to nurture ourselves. Augustine was so brilliant. He said, we cannot give out outwardly what we don't have inwardly. So we need, we are the first one. We need to read the scripture in such a way that it will be digested by us in order to be more effective by every, by the people of God, through the people of God, to the people of God. Also with those lay people who actually are actively studying in order to be instruments, uh, ministers, helpers to uh, spread the voice of God. And uh, we, we need to be the boombox, <laughs> the microphones of God. But what happens if the microphone sure. is defective? <laughs> so yeah. the microphone has to be effective by reading yeah. and immersing into the swimming pool of the Word of God. That is for sure. Yeah. I love that. I love the image you just gave there, Father Dempsey, of uh, AKA me. But uh, <laughs> I, I like I like that image of the boombox. We need to be called be called boomboxes, and we're sharing the message out there. And I guess I'd throw that question right back to you, and and that is, how can how can the average person who is listening to Bible in a Year Spanish how can they become a boombox? to share with all of their friends and colleagues at work. I truly believe in the echo of the Word of God. So every time that God speaks through His Word, 
we have the great potential to be an echo of that word by sharing what I felt, by sharing what I believe, by sharing, by that single aspect of sharing, communicate. Today I heard this and actually this word touched me. That echo becomes some kind of resonance of the voice of God through me that may actually enlighten or maybe open or spark something somebody else. And at the end, it's not us, the one who are working, actually. It's God who is working through us every time that we become an echo, a boombox, speaker, a wave for him to continue to open other doors and to resonate, resonate in another echo, in another place, in another person. Mm-hmm. And I think that is wonderful. Father Sergio was brilliant when he was saying about the family. When you read the, the, the Bible in a year, Let's say I am a a father and a family. And I said, today I heard this and you share it with your wife and then with your children. It becomes a boombox, an echo. And sooner or later, thou have to be effective because God is the one who acts. We don't do anything. The only thing that we do is to be obedient to what we are called to do our mission. Father Sergio, especially because he's, a, a, he's, the, he's of the order of the preachers, my goodness. So he will be becoming literally an embodiment of that vocation. All of us priests too, no? but especially those who has that special charism. And, 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 and that is essential. That for me is, is crucial in my vocation. That is crucial for all of us who are participating in this kind of mission. Because this is a mission. It's not just only a work to do. It's a mission. It's a vocation. For one reason, we are here. And God has to take care of that. Right. That's beautiful. And I'm, I'm going to uh, borrow that uh, boombox analogy sometime. So you might end up hearing that on one of my shows. <laughs> That's very good. Father Sergio, all the way over in Colombia, you uh, also are a boombox, and you're going to be booming the message out for the next year. If somebody comes up to you and says, "Well, what should I tell my friends about this? How would I how would I share Bible in a Year Spanish with a friend? What is there in it for them? What are they going to get out of it?" Well, Jeff, uh, something that I have experienced as a young person is that when I heard God's voice, when I heard His message, it create on me, the need to communicate what I was experiencing. So what I would like to tell people is just allow the word to be grounded in your heart. And God is going to give you the tools, the resources, the words that you need. The only thing that you need to do, and every day in this um, little uh, podcast that I am putting together, the first thing that I tell people is pray to the Holy Spirit that he will open your mind and your heart that his word can work on you. And then I give my reflection because it's not about what I say. I am just an instrument, an instrument that maybe needs to be refined, that needs to be uh, repainted, whatever. And what it's going to do, the work is if you allowed, meaning the listeners, the Holy Spirit to do the work. And then he will put the words to communicate because something that the Pope has been saying is that we need to communicate what we receive and also that we need to show people how joyful the message is and that we need to connect our heart to what we have received with our mouth and show it not only with words, but with a smile to show people that this message comes with a joy in the midst of problems, in the midst of situations that are difficult to handle. And then you could re- receive this ball, uh, uh, this beautiful word that comes to comfort you. So 
I, I tell people, don't, don't worry about what you are going to say. Just allow yourself to speak of the joy that you receive when you listen to God's word. Right, right. Well, Father Sergio, you're going to be in that role that Father Mike played, and that is daily reading the Word and giving a, a bit of a devotion, a bit of a, a word of encouragement re- regarding that Word. And Father Dempsey, you're going to do what I do, and that's kind of keep people on course with uh, as we move into Including each me. period. The, <laughs> these are the main characters. These are the main events. This is a, a fork in the road. You could take a wrong turn here. These are where the this is where the prophets speak, and and, and so forth. And while the names Father Sergio and Father Dempsey are going to be on Bible in a Year Spanish, you bring up a good point, Father Sergio, and that is that people need to remember that when they read and hear the Word of God, it is unlike any other book. And the, the primary thing is the Word itself. And the Word of God is powerful. It, uh, it'll accomplish that which God purposes. It's like a, a sharp sword, you know, double-edged sword. It will pierce to the heart and the soul of, of a person. And so when people hear the Bible, it's not just a literary exercise of hearing about history. History, but there is something about the Bible that is distinct and different in itself. It's the book of books, the library of libraries, and it has a life uh, all its own, and it can really change lives. Your comments, Father Sergio? Well, uh, Father Dempsey is a lot of, um, he, he's very fond of uh, St. Augustine, which I am as well. St. Augustine was always seeking for the truth, seeking for God. He only passed in front of a church. He heard the message, and that was enough to transform his life. So we have a book mm-hmm. in front of us that has changed human direction, who has changed human hearts, who has changed problems in everybody's life. So it, this is not a magic book, but it's a book where you can find connection with the one who created this beautiful world, who create me, who knows me, to whom I can know hide my feelings, my needs. So why not to mm-hmm. come and encounter with him and allow him to embrace me, to hug me, to talk to me, and allow that beautiful God to bring me back to him? Because uh, we, we can get loose very easy today. So uh, this, this, this time, these 20 minutes, 30 minutes that we are going to give every day, uh, more than listening to a program are 20 to 30 minutes that I am giving to myself to my connection right. with God, to allow this beautiful fountain, which never ends, mm-hmm. to nurture my life and to bring clarity to my life, as Father Dempsey well pointed out. I, I think those are key elements, you know. We are going to be nourished and we are going to be uh, taking the clarity that is needed for our lives today. Right. You you bring up a good point, and that is that uh, the Bible is for me. People have asked the question in the last year, you know, why did you guys do this? And I think that the the bottom line is, we needed it. Yes, yes. <laughs> we need to be washed in the water of the Word and and cleansed, and we get direction, we get correction, we get uh, the, we get encouraged by by the Word of God. And Father Dempsey, you've been studying it for years, and uh, uh, just make a quick comment as to how is the Bible different than all the other books in the world? Yeah, for me, the Bible it's um, it's so special that it's alive. 
So it's not just a book. It's not just only a written word that is divine inspired. By itself, it's alive. And the Bible has a life by itself that goes beyond even the physical persons who wrote that book or those books that we collected together. And it's so powerful that one phrase, one episode has the tremendous potential to transform and to touch the life of a person or a community. Sometimes even for me, especially I'm talking here in a very personal way, one phrase touched me in such a way in, in one period of my life that actually transformed the complete manner in which I see my own reality. And sometimes I read uh, chapters of phrases in years in the past, and then all of a sudden after five years, I read it again, and me, it has a complete different meaning. And not just only to me, to everybody who will mm -hmm. approach this book with the open heart and then by itself the book will do everything else because it's got there. It's like, a, sometimes I, I feel like a Bible, like it is some kind of a, a party chair, that kind of a music sheet. So it is there, but until somebody who is a, who, who knows how to play it, a fantastic music will start to come out. And that melody will, uh, in one way or another, touch feelings and emotions uniquely in every person. That, that is miraculous. That for me is just by itself incredible. And that has been acting right. in that way for millennia. That's There's no other book ever that can do the same, ever. Mm -hmm. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, that, that's, a that's a beautiful thought. One more question for you both, and that is, what is your prayer? What is, your, what is the desire of your heart for those who are going to be listening uh, through the Bible in a year, this this coming year, what's what's your prayer for them? Well, my prayer for them is um, the same that I do for me. Something Jeff that I learned early in my formation as a preacher was that the word that I was preaching was not for others because the closest ears to the preacher are his own. Mm, so sometimes, yeah. when I think that I am giving the message to somebody that I prepare. While I am the, uh, delivering my message, I noticed that it wasn't for those people that are sitting in front of me or who are in the other side of the cell phone or the tablet. The message is for me. So I always exactly. invite people to say, you know, why is this message coming to me today at this time? Why did I open this uh up or why did I open my laptop or this computer to listen to something that I was surprised for? So mm -hmm. my prayer is allow God to surprise you because God is a God of surprises and we have forgotten that. We want to have a God that has everything planned and written and we even want to go ahead and God keeps surprising us. I was very surprised mm -hmm. today that yesterday was raining really heavy. And today, I thought that I will not be able to ride my motorcycle. And it's a radiant, beautiful sun. So I say, Lord, you know, <laughs> you are full of surprises. And your word, I always find it fresh. Many people ask uh, when I do preach, I says, do you have your uh, homily together in a piece of paper? I said, no, I have only some ideas. Because if I do rewrite my homilies, if I do reuse them, I will lose the surprise, the gift, yes. the daily gift that God wants to give yeah. me. So uh, my, my prayer is, Lord, allow these minds and hearts to be open to your surprises. Because you are right. a God that is faithful, loving, and kind. And people today need to know how much you love them. So my prayer is, 
Lord, that they can feel your faithfulness and love as I do in my poor life. Because being an unworthy servant, you put me in front of this ministry, which is a heavy responsibility. And I had big shoes to fill. So God, help me. <laughs> help me. Yeah, yeah, you're going to do just great. You're going to do fine. And God's going to bring your unique gifts and your your unique perspective on life and and your understanding of the the Latino community which is just is beautiful. And you know, sometimes people will tell me like around May, they'll say, "Well, I just started. I'm behind. They'll say, I just started. I say, no, no, you're not behind. You're right on schedule because the readings that come out in the next 10 days are just going to be the readings you need to hear. And if you had started earlier, you wouldn't hear how you're hearing it today. And so... Whenever you be, when you begin, trust that God has you there. And if you miss a few days, don't give up. Don't give up. Just keep on going. Father Dempsey, your prayer for, for people today that are going to be going through Bible in a year Spanish? Yes. My prayer is to be a dwelling place of the Holy Spirit, honestly. Uh, uh, that, for me, is a very personal prayer. Every time that I read the Scripture or I do my Lexio or I pray every day, is to be filled by whatever God wants to put in me. And then the rest, he has his plan. I mean, he has his own, you know, tricks to do. So he's a masterpiece of his irony. So, uh, but in the moment that we are open to it, to whatever he wants to put in us, my goodness, I think that it will be extraordinary. So that is my prayer, to be a dwelling place of whatever God wants to put in us. His Holy Spirit is the most important Mm -hmm. one. Yes. Well, that's that's beautiful. I I can't thank uh, the two of you enough for stepping up to the plate and being the boomboxes that God <laughs> has called you to be to share the good news of Jesus Christ with the world. Honestly, I can't think of anything that people need more than to hear a word from God on a daily basis. Now, if people are interested in this, and we'll have this in the show notes as well, uh, I want to encourage people to go to ascensionpress.com forward slash La Biblia, one word, La Biblia, L-A-B-I-B-L-I-A, La Biblia, and you will go to the landing page where you can get the download, and that is a Bible timeline. It's like a PDF that you can you can go through the entire story with Father Sergio and Father Dempsey. It is the the uh, piece of equipment that that you need, and uh, also I want to encourage all of you who are Spanish-speaking, or you know of people who are Spanish-speaking and are hungry for God, to get a copy of the Great Adventure Bible in Spanish. That is a Bible that is color-coded, and that's what we're going to be using through a Bible in a year. And I can see you. I'm talking with Father Sergio right now. He has a well-worn Great Adventure Bible. Very good. And uh, so if you want to follow along, get yourself a Great Adventure Spanish version of it, along with the Bible timeline chart in Spanish. And that also is found at ascensionpress.com. But more than anything else, Share this with your friends. Share this with your family. Uh, the way that Bible in a Year English got going was it was very organic. It went live on January 1st last year, and within uh, 24 hours, it was number one in the country. And that didn't that didn't happen just because we did a show. 
It happened because of people like you who uh, have joined and shared this with others, liked it and passed it on. And you can do the same thing with Spanish uh, Bible in a Year. In fact, I would encourage you to, to go to the landing page, ascensionpress.com forward slash La Biblia, and I would encourage you just to share that link with all of your friends, doesn't matter if they are English-speaking, Russian, German, French, Spanish, Portuguese, share it with them and ask them, do you know of anybody in the, in the Spanish-speaking world who could benefit from hearing the Bible throughout this entire year? That's how you can work with us and get, get this out there. So, my uh, friends, Father Sergio, a.k.a. Father Mike, and Father Dempsey, who's playing in, in my role, that's probably the last time I'm going to say that because the two of you are going to stand on your own feet, walk in your own shoes, and you're going to be such a blessing to the Latino community. And, uh, it, you know, Father Mike and I tried to do this in Spanish, I'll be honest with you, but <laughs> we we both had to go back to the dictionary and learn words and things. And we figured this isn't going to work. So you guys, you guys have answered a call. I'm being facetious, but you've answered a call that is uh, so needed out there today. I'd love to hear both of you. I'm just curious of the beautiful sound. Father Sergio, you can go first. And Father Dempsey, after that, just a blessing for all of our listeners uh, today in Spanish. Well, thank you so much. Padre Misericordioso, te damos gracias por este tiempo que nos has dado. Te damos gracias por la vida del Padre Mike, que nos trajo tu palabra para nutrir nuestras vidas. También te doy gracias por la vida de Jeff, a quien iluminaste para poner este plan y que nos ayuda a nosotros a descubrirnos dentro de tu plan de salvación. Bendícenos a nosotros, llénanos de tu espíritu. Que el Padre Dempsey cada día reciba más de tu santo espíritu para que nos guíe con el conocimiento Y a mí, indigno siervo tuyo, pone en mis labios tu palabra para que pueda llegar a los oídos de aquellos que necesitan paz y consuelo. Y todo esto lo pedimos en el nombre de Cristo, en quien todo lo podemos y quien vive y reina contigo en la unidad del Espíritu Santo. Y es Dios, por los siglos de los siglos. Amén. Te bendecimos, Señor Dios del Universo, por este momento, por este proyecto, por esta misión de la Biblia en un año, The Bible in a Year. Te pedimos que bendigas a Jeff en su trabajo, que bendigas al Padre Mike en todo lo que ha hecho y lo que debe seguir haciendo, que le des fuerza y muchas bendiciones en todo lo que necesita el Padre Sergio y sobre todo sigue bendiciendo a todos aquellos que nos van a escuchar para que tú les puedas abrir el corazón y puedas hacer de ellos instrumentos de tu amor en cualquier parte y en cualquier estado de vida ellos estén. Te lo pedimos, oh Padre, por Jesucristo nuestro Señor. Amén. Amén. Amen. Thank you, gentlemen, uh, so much. And I also want to give a shout out to your wonderful producer, Alejandra. She's been working with Father Mike and I over the last year. She does a fantastic job. Kudos to her. Uh, I don't know how you say that in Spanish, but kudos to her, I think, is in every language. But <laughs> she's done an absolutely <laughs> yeah, fine job as well as <laughs> all the support at Ascension <laughs> Press. My friends, thank you so much for joining me. This is really the first show of the year, 2022. And uh, for the Latino community, God bless you. And you're in for the ride of a lifetime. God bless you. <laughs>